Shout out Sniper T on the beat. Tamara to the break of dawn is on the rise with life on the forefront of the mind. So line for line, you can ride this brain train and you can change your station without even touching the dial. So relax, stay a little bit, but listen for a while. And whether you're bumping this in the whip or in a business fit, it's a meeting you won't want to miss. A meeting for a meal to feed the soul with words for the mind. So sit back, enjoy the ride, time to take off, it's time to fly, cause Tamara till the break of dawn is on the ride. Hey, welcome to the show. It's me, Tamra. And you know what's funny is I just like that's different than I kind of normally do it. And I just had to re-record the whole thing because I did it different and it kind of threw me off at first. But anywho, welcome to the show. If you're new, new episodes drop every Thursday. So come on back through, see what else I'm gonna be talking about. I talk about my life and the ways I'm trying to grow for the most part. For all my day, one, two, three, four, et cetera. If y'all remember when I used to be like, what up though? That's how I know you for real, for real rock with me. But never, nevertheless, whenever you came in, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for supporting me, et cetera. Um, so another way you can su- support, speaking of which, is if you want to get you some merch, if you want to buy me a coffee. If you want to just send me some PayPal, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to, but it's some of y'all that might want to. So the link to all that is in the episode notes. If you're listening and if you're watching my website, TamaraTheDawn.com is at the bottom of the screen, which is where you'll also see my social media handles. So follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram, like the Facebook page. I do follow people back for the most part. Um, and then let's see. Okay, so weekly podcast weekly podcast shout out. My goodness. This week goes to Taboos. This is a podcast that I do listen to. They basically taboos. So they talk about taboo topics and break it down. Usually they're drinking alcohol. And I only say that because I'm pretty sure they talk about that in their descriptions or whatever. But the link to their show will be in the episode notes. Let's see what else. All right. Now that I got all the announcement out the way. um, Man, first of all, I always love after I've just in my own show, after I've had a guest episode, which I love guest episodes. But guest episodes obviously bring a different element because it's not me usually just processing my life like we had the movie tears episode so we're specifically usually talking about something whereas when it's just solo episodes it's usually me processing my week my day depending on how crazy it's excuse me gone so whenever I've it's been a while it feels like since I've done a solo episode even though technically it's only been two weeks um always love when I come back and just get to just chop it up with y'all just me you know what I'm saying but normally it would only feel like it was just not that long ago but last week was like uh, man since I've been podcasting I don't think I've ever recorded as much as I did last week and it's not like to it just is what it is so Jay and I, we didn't record this, but we did an IG live on Monday. And then on Wednesday, I had my uh, spoken word event. Shout out to Penrose and LNZ. They came through. They did, man, (laughs) they did that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that what I did didn't contribute, but the thing about it is I more so had more of the vision of what I thought was going to happen, which is that I just kind of told them right as you're led. And it's just crazy how it all went together. So if you want to see that, if you weren't on the live show, the link to the YouTube is in the episode notes. It was super dope. We're going to be doing more of those, the three of us, because you, you really can't, some stuff I could just have whoever in and out as far as guests, but for certain things that I see a certain vibe, because I'm all about creating vibes when I have guests on, certain vibes you can't replicate with anybody else for what I'm trying to create, especially in the spoken word space. So 
we've already agreed that we're going to do more shows. So more to come on that. Um, but the link to that will be in the episode notes to the YouTube. Then on Thursday, we did a live. So myself and the rest of the podcast, Happy Hour Crew. So myself, Jay Boog from Jay's Quick 3, Autumn from the Lit Life Podcast, Chris from Shenanigans with Friends, and Audrey from Odd Tales Podcast. If you're not aware, we are the podcast happy hour, which I'll get more into that in a second. But we were featured on Conversations with Glow, her podcast, and it was a live show. So that was Thursday. And I'll have the link to the audio for that in the episode notes as well. It was a fun episode. I mean, it's always fun when me and the crew get together. And it was cool to be a part of someone else's show and us kind of like just come and, you know, do what we do. So that was fun. Shout out to her. Um, Let's see what else. So I'm just going in the order of how my last week went with recording. So then on Saturday, I recorded on how to hustle podcast with Heinf, which is funny because I always thought that was pronounced hemp, which you know, and then when we recorded, he said it. I'm like, oh, but I've talked about Snowfall on here. Usually it's it comes up in the movie shows, whatever. So we did a recap of season four of Snowfall, which, bruh, <laughs> that last episode was wild. And if you haven't seen it, I'm not going to do a whole recap, but Snowfall is a really good show, like easily becoming one of my favorites that I really just got hip to this year. I binged all the first three seasons uh, the week before the fourth season was starting. And yeah, man, dope show. So shout out to him. If you want to hear that episode, the links in the episode notes. And then Saturday night, you know what I'm saying? We had the podcast happy hour. So basically, myself and the ladies that I mentioned, we're all solo podcasters. So it's not like we're a podcast group. It's more like it's a collective collaboration or whatever of podcasters. And we each bring something from our, our, our own show. But we do it. And it's it's so dope because we're friends outside of podcasting. So really autumn we were already like having happy hours and whatever and movie nights and this that and the other and she was like hey we should do a monthly show where we just kind of do what we do and so it just keeps going and getting better and just man this month was the wildest it was just there was a lot happening it was longer than we normally do because it was just it was a hot mess there was a lot going on so the link to that will be in the episode notes as well. I'll put the visuals because it's always better when you see it. So I'll put the YouTube to that. It was hosted on Odd Tales podcast. So that's how last week was. It was hella busy. And so because I had so many recordings with other people, it feels like it's literally been forever since I did a solo episode, even though as far as y'all are concerned, it's only been two weeks. But then on top of that, it's like, I generally don't record that much in one week. Like normally, maybe I've done two episodes, two live shows, because if the podcast happy hour falls on the same week that I do my live, that's about usually as much. And I usually will record my episode for my show in advance to kind of like whatever. Then I'll, you know, finishing up the business program that I was a part of. Shout out to Room for Roots. I actually had my last class on Monday. So I got to just finish my business plan, have my one-on-one, get my business registered, and then kind of go from there. So I'm proud of myself that I did something different than I normally do because I normally I've said on that said this on here before I usually just dive in and just kind of do what I got to do and figure out it as I figure it out as I go. But I'm learning that sometimes and this is so cliche, but it's so true. Like if you want to do what you've never done or if you want to Sometimes you got to do what you've never done to get what you've never had or to go where you've never gone. And so 
this is going to be, and y'all will learn more to come as more stuff. Cause I still got to get stuff trademarked and stuff. And so that's why I don't talk too, too much about it, but it's, it's coming. And so it's like, I had to do this differently and make sure that I have a solid foundation, learned a lot of stuff in the program, but more importantly, I'll have that mentorship for 18 months. So that's really why I knew it would be beneficial because not only do I have support, knowledge, et cetera, but access to whatever resources and knowledge, whatever that she has, then I have that too. So uh, I guess the uh, May's uh, live show, I'm thinking about doing something related to like entrepreneurship and stuff like that. So more to come on that. But I bring all that up because it's like just such a busy, busy season. And I found myself because of busyness, because of doubt, because of insecurities, because like I said, I'm doing things I've never done before. So because of all these things, I'm finding myself more and more triggered and more and more easily irritated and more and more really having to like check myself so that I don't act off of my emotions. That's been something I've talked about on this show a lot is that I'm usually really easily led by my feelings. Um, even with the Snatch 40s journey, when I would fall off it because I'm going through whatever and I don't feel like it or whatever. And that's another thing. In April, I have literally worked out every day in April. And for some people, that might be what you do and it just is what it is. But that's never been my thing. Something always happens. And I would, you know, fall off, but I made this a public goal. And so because I made it a public goal, there's accountability because people are watching and my pride is going to not going to, excuse me, let me fail on something that I spoke about. That's why most of the time I don't speak on what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? So that that's been a factor because especially with all the busyness I just told you last week, plus I work a full-time job still and um, have kids, you know what I'm saying? So it really had to be that I had to, I know that I have to get my workout in regardless of whatever else I have doing. So I've had to be very intentional about how I spend my time. Really what it is, is if it's not pushing me towards my goals, not saying I don't watch TV because I do I've really had to try to be more intentional about like downtime and relaxing but for the most part outside of that and that's usually like at night when I would maybe be going to bed anyway I'm not trying to be out here you know what I'm saying running these streets so if it's not pushing me towards my goals I'm really not doing it I'm really having to prioritize cuz even with relaxation I'm I'm really an introvert like I have extroverted tendencies but I am rejuvenated by alone time so that relaxation actually is important because it helps me maintain my sanity it helps me like make sure I'm emotionally um, healthy. So that's when I'm like processing my day, processing what happened. And it's like, okay, am I really mad about A, B, or C? Or is it I'm triggered about something else that literally has nothing to do with this? And so it's kind of like I've really had to check myself lately just because I'm so busy. I'm in some ways stressed about things and fearful, not really like fearful, but there's that that doubt like, is this really going to work out the way I hope that it does? But if I don't try, I won't know. You know what I'm saying? So that's just kind of where I'm at with that. <sighs> Let's talk about today. No, or I guess the last 24-ish hours or whatever from as of today. So yesterday when I was picking up my youngest from school, she's the only one still in high school, driving home, mind you, it was 92 degrees yesterday, you know what I'm saying, but picking her up from school, and I'm driving, now I, I don't have like a brand new like 2021, but I have a 2015, so it's, you know, not that old, that I just got um, in June, so never had any problems with it, whatever, but of course it's a used car, so there could be issues, you know what I'm saying, so I have a warranty. 
So driving home and I'm foot on the gas, trying to hurry up and get back home so I could clock back in. And I notice as I'm pushing on the gas, the car is not accelerating and then the car cuts off. And so I'm like, bruh, because remember, I told you it's 92 degrees outside. So I'm like, okay, Lord, come on, just let us get home because we weren't that far from home. The car acted like it didn't want to start. And I'm like kind of trying to uh, turn the ignition and wait a little bit. I like turn the AC off because I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but we'll figure it out later. I just need to get home. So the car starts back up. I'm able to go get even that much closer to my house, literally like on the same block as my apartment complex. And then the same things happens again. So do the same process, say another prayer. Finally, I get home, get in the parking lot. I was intentional about parking at the end of the parking lot because I knew I was going to call the dealership, have them bring it in. And I'm like, if I park all deep in the parking lot, they might not be able to get the car out. So, you know, I'm doing whatever. So then I call the dealership. I schedule. I tell her. I tell her that one. I am not comfortable driving this car to the dealership because the dealership's about 30 minutes away. And I was told her how it cut off twice on the way home from dropping. I mean, picking up my daughter from school, which is closer. So I tell her that and I schedule a time and she just says, okay, they'll come pick you up, pick it up at this time. We ain't going to get into the signs that should have let me know that she wasn't really, I don't know if it's, she didn't know her job well. I don't know if it, she wasn't paying attention to what was going on. I don't know if there were developmental delays. And I'm not trying to be funny, but if I say, <sighs> I'm not even going to. So she schedules it. It was supposed to be for 7.20 this morning. So now we're in today, okay? So I wake up. I don't start work till 8.15. And so... I don't, sometimes, man, depending on how tired I am, I might sleep till eight, you know what I'm saying? But woke up at, I think it was seven, seven twenty comes and I'm like, huh? And, and prior to that, I started thinking like, she didn't ask me my address. And I'm like, well, maybe they still have it on file. Cause I brought it in, you know, shortly after I bought it for something. So I'm like, maybe they still have it on file from that. But I'm like, dang, you would think she would have checked because I could have moved or anything could have happened. OK, so then 720 passes, 730, 740. Now it's getting into 745 to the 750 ish range. And I get a phone call and they're like, yeah, we saw that you did online a service request. And I was like, well, no, I actually talked to somebody. But yeah, go ahead. And she's like, we need to get your address. And I said, yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. And I tell her my address and the city that the dealership is in. I told you it's 30 minutes away. So technically it's in a different city. And as soon as I tell her my address, she tells me that they don't pick up in my city. They only pick up in the city that the dealership is in. So that's instantly I get irritated. Now I am externally keeping like telling myself, keep it together because one thing, because I have worked customer service, via retail, fast food, waitressing, call centers. Hell, I work in the social work field currently and have for the past decade. So pretty much every job I've had has been customer source, customer service oriented in some way, shape or form. So because of that, when I call places, especially if they don't have anything to do with what the actual issue is, I really try to like not take it out on them. So I was irritated though. And so I'm like, okay, why didn't she say that yesterday? Because that's always my biggest thing is like, if she would have communicated everything that uh, they communicated to me this morning, yesterday, I could have planned accordingly. And it's like, that's your job as the call center person. Although I didn't realize it was a call center. I guess if the actual dealership is busy, it gets, you know, uh, I don't I can't think of the word transferred or whatever to a call center. I didn't know that. So I'm thinking I'm talking to somebody at the dealership this whole time. So I'm like, well, the lady I talked to and I usually write names down and I didn't. I'm like, she didn't say that yesterday. And she's like, yeah, we're not going to be able to whatever. 
And I think she asked me if I wanted to speak to a manager. And I'm like, yeah, let me speak to a manager because I'm not really feeling that. I was like, and then on top of that, I had the appointment for 720 and it's 745 and you're just, no, it was, yeah, closer to 750. Either way, you're just now calling me to ask for my address or whatever. And like, never did she apologize and say like, even before all this, oh, I know your appointment was at 720, but this happened. Like if y'all couldn't do it, then you should have whatever. Because on the flip side, if I would have been 30 minutes late without calling or communicating anything, that would have been an issue. You know what I'm saying? So she puts me on hold and comes back and she's like, the manager said, you're going to have to tow it here. And I was like, what? that don't make no sense. I was like, what's the purpose of me having, of this lady asking me if I wanted y'all to come get it, if I'm going to have to tow it there. And then I was like, well, you said I could speak to the manager. Cause first of all, I know people be lying. So that's why I wanted to make sure that she actually let me speak to a manager because sometimes you can't do, I've been a manager. So I know there are sometimes decisions that I can make to please the customer that you cannot you know what i'm saying so when it gets into stuff like this always if possible ask for a manager not trying to be on some petty karen stuff but just because these people oftentimes don't have the authority you know what i'm saying so and she offered it so i'm like well can i speak to the manager manager gets on the phone and he's like yeah we don't um pick up in your city and also And I was like, this is what I don't understand because I told the lady that I wasn't comfortable driving my car there because my car kept cutting off. And he was like, well, if you're not comfortable driving your car here, I'm not going to send one of my service people. Even if you were five minutes away, I wouldn't send somebody to drive your car here that could potentially get stuck. And, And he was very nice. And like, I understood where he was coming from. Like he was professional. I asked questions and he's like, you're going to have to get it towed. We don't have a tow tow service or whatever. But I was irritated because I'm just like, why she didn't say that yesterday? So I brought that up and he's like, yeah, it got uh, routed to a call center and I'm going to investigate that for teaching and this, that and the other. And I kind of asked on that, like, if you can't tell me who I talked to, you're saying you don't know. Like, how are you actually going to follow up on that? Because Not only did she not communicate any of that correctly, but also she never mentioned that there's a $140 diagnostic fee that then he mentioned. So again, that's an issue because especially when it comes to money, like what if I don't got it, which I didn't have it. You know what I'm saying? I had literally just went grocery shopping and I'm in between paid uh, paychecks or whatever. And I have to budget, like I live paycheck to paycheck for the most part. So I have to budget my stuff accordingly. So I was irritated about that money stuff. That's money related. Now, granted, God always provides in some way, shape or form, but it still stresses me out because it's something I can't always control. You know what I'm saying? So long story short though, throughout all of that, I was calm whatever and I even told him like I'm not mad I understand this isn't your fault but you got to understand from my perspective that this should have been communicated to me and this is just super unfortunate because now I got to figure out stuff mind you I have to get ready to start work and all this stuff so we got off the phone you know I was like thank you or whatever I was hot when I tell you I was hot because I held it in during that conversation, I literally, it took me three hours to not be upset anymore. Like I could physically feel my blood boiling. I have not, man, y'all should already know, especially if you know me, I laugh much, most stuff off because it's just not that serious. It takes a lot for me to get mad, but even when I get mad, never do I just sit there like, man, I ain't even going front. I started thinking of all kinds of stuff like I for the first time in my life, I understood how someone could walk into an establishment and just shoot the place up. And to everyone else, it seems like, damn, that seems out of nowhere. 
that's how mad I was. Like my mind was going all over the place. Now, did I, or was I going to act on that? No, but I'm not this super kind person just because, (laughs) because I don't have ways that I can and sometimes am toxic or sometimes want to be toxic. Hell, it's a lot of work to try to be mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically healthy. You know what I'm saying? So it's work that I choose to do. I chose to not snap on any of those people. Then on top of that, I was figured out that I do have roadside assistance through my insurance. And then even the stupidity that happened with that. And then even where we're at now is I'm trying to see if my, cause I have a warranty if it's going to cover it because they told the dealership, no. And I called cause I'm trying to understand why no, when I'm looking at what my paperwork says it covers, it should cover it. And then they're trying to whatever, but throughout all of this, I'm remaining calm. And I even told the dude at the warranty, like, I'm not mad. I just need to help. I just need you to help me understand this because this says this and what you're saying is this. And basically it's a, it's the fuel pump control module or something. The fuel pump is covered by the warranty. However, what he said is, and the paperwork does say if the part is not listed, then it's not covered. So he said if the fuel pump control module is a separate part from the fuel pump, then they won't cover it. But he, but he was like, if it is, they will. And how we got to that is because I just kept act, asking questions because I'm like, I read my contract before I called because I don't like to waste my time. I don't understand how if it's the like, I don't know about cars. And this is what I told him. I don't understand how if it's the fuel pump control. So it controls the fuel pump and the fuel pump is covered like I don't understand. So I think, though, because I was calm and really just trying to see clarity and not going off on him when really it was not his fault. It's nobody's fault that my car, whatever, you know what I'm saying? The issue is like I've never had any issues until yesterday. You know what I'm saying? So. It's not anyone's fault, but I think because I was calm and treated him with respect, I think he kind of went up because he could have just left it as, oh, it's the same part or it's not the same part. So we can't cover it because it was denied at first, but he started digging. He was like, well, I'm pretty sure it's the same part, but I'll check. Then he put me on hold, came back, said he was going to put me on hold again, talked to his manager. And then long story short, told me that sometimes it is one part. And if it is, the if what they're trying to do is one part they will cover it but if what the dealership is trying to do is two parts then they're not going to cover it because they can't so we'll see what happens by the time y'all hear this I'll know you know what I'm saying what's good but when I had tweeted if you're a Twitter follower and you saw when I tweeted about requesting prayer or positive vibes because not everybody prays but positive vibes whatever it is as long as it's not some bull throwing my way. That's kind of what I was going through because I live in a city where there's no bus transportation. Like I'm not above getting on the bus. I've rode the bus before. There's there's no bus where I live. And even though I'm working from home, there's still, thank God I'm working from home because that's one thing I don't have to worry about. There's still things that I need to do. Like my daughter didn't go to school today because I couldn't get her to school because the car, you know what I'm saying? And nevertheless, because I know I'm very easily triggered right now, which is probably why I was as angry as I am, because generally when things happen, I always try to just focus on the bright spot. I didn't care about no bright spots today. It was darkness, darkness. Hello, darkness, my old friend, for like three hours, me sitting there trying to, um, you know what I'm saying, get myself together or whatever. So because I know I'm super triggered right now and just super irritable, irritable, I have to check myself. I have to make sure that if I'm talking to my kids, that I'm not taking it out on them, which is funny because my kids know me and my youngest, Janae, good old Janae, she said when she looked out her window and she saw that our car was still out there. She was like, ooh, because she already knew. So she just kind of 
stayed in her room, which I wouldn't have snapped or anything, but usually when I'm super irritated, I tell them like, I just want to be alone because I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's rare that I ever get that mad. And again, three hours where I was just fuming, you know what I'm saying? Plotting. I mean, like I wanted to go off on all them people, but then I didn't, you know what I'm saying? So you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself, because in any of them scenarios, especially when you're dealing with somebody who has some sort of control over whatever people should care about their job, people should do their job well, but you already know people don't always do their job. People don't always care about the customer. People don't whatever. So at any point, if I would have snapped on somebody they probably wouldn't have went my way. And should they do that? No, but that doesn't mean they won't. So I always try to be careful in them scenarios. Like, especially when I used to have to deal with social workers dealing with my own stuff, you know what I'm saying? I always would try to be as polite as possible because you all up in my business and could do some grimy stuff, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, that was my today. And um, Monday I finished the business program. So like I said, I just got to do my business plan. And that's something like, that's a stressor right now, because it's something I've never done. And I don't know. But like I said earlier, if I'm trying to have something I've never had, then I kind of got to step out and do what I've never, never done. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like that. Sometimes you got to take them steps of faith, do the work and all that. Pray blah, blah, blah. Y'all know prayer is important to me, so I'm not saying that, but you can't just pray and not necessarily do anything to participate with what you're trying to have happen. Like I can't pray for a business to start, grow and all that if I don't even do anything to start the business. Now, I didn't necessarily have to go through this program, but I did need to do something. So even if it was go register the business myself, which I could have, and I I started to, I'm glad I didn't though. So this is like the slower way, but I think it, man, I know it was the best way for me, for me, because um, shout out to sweatpants and stretch marks. It's so funny because the, I you hear other people say for me, but I hear it the most on their show. And it's funny because they had a couple guests recently where one of them said for me and I'm just like the for me be uh spirit be heavy on y'all show but anyways for me it was good for me to go this slower route so I could have a solid foundation and like I, I like to learn things that I don't know or whatever but then on the flip side of working and grinding whatever one thing I want to challenge y'all to This is podcasters, but this is really just everybody. What you got to understand is that not every opportunity is an opportunity that you need to take. What I'm noticing is that I'm in super duper grind mode right now with the Snatch 40s journey. Y'all see it. Y'all see it because I post it. I'm public about it. When I look at myself recording, I see... Like I'm seeing a difference from when I first started uploading video to now. And that's also what keeps me accountable too, because I'm constantly looking at myself or videos of myself or something every week. So that just keeps me like, okay, yes, if I want to get back to where I was or exceed where I was or whatever I'm trying to do, I got to keep working towards that. So I'm doing a lot to invest in myself. I'm doing a lot to invest in I guess you could say my brand with podcasting, blogging, live shows, all that. One thing y'all see is that especially when it comes to podcasting, I have not missed a week yet. Don't plan on it. No shade to anybody else because everybody has to do what's best for them in their show and et cetera. But because this is a therapeutic outlet for me, literally the reason why I started this show, I like I need this episode to process because I'm an external processor. You know what I'm saying? And I figure it out by talking it out. So you got to do what's best for you. And so I've been pouring into myself physically, pouring into myself mentally and emotionally, like 
making sure that I'm healthy, understanding my triggers, either talk it out, let it go, whatever I got to do, pouring into myself spiritually, making sure I'm spiritually healthy. We we do go to church every week. I just wear a mask and I sit in the section that's the social dis- the social distanced section because some people don't feel like they want to social distance or need to, but you even see people with masks over there. And then you see some people that like me, who I feel more comfortable social distancing and still wear a mask. But either way, I go because community, other believers and all that stuff, like that's important to me. That's how I stay uh, spiritually healthy. Plus I listen to slash read my Bible every day, pray that, man, I got to pray just to survive. So it's not hard to pray. I pray a lot and it don't be this, oh, Father God, it'd be like, God, like, bruh, what what the hell is going on? Like, what are you doing? What are you, whatever? And it's not really that he's doing it, but sometimes that's just how my conversations come off. And obviously he's cool with it because I'm still here. You feel me? You got to come as him, as come to him as you are. Like, it's a relationship just like any other relationship. You know what I'm saying? But pouring into myself um, professionally, I guess, by doing whatever to start my business, etc. So I'm really pouring into myself. And what I'm noticing is that as I'm continuing to pour into myself, and Penrose said this on the Candy Corn Convos episode that he was on. So scroll back if you want to go hear it. But what he said is what you invest in, uh, I want to get it right, something like people are going to be drawn to. So if I'm investing in myself, which I just told you all the ways I'm noticing more people are asking me to be on their show. That's cool. I don't, as long as it lines up with something that I would actually talk about, or I'm like, I'm not going to get on a show just to get on a show. I have told some people, well, no, I don't know about this, but let me refer you to this person or no, I don't know about that. Like I'll refer to other people because it's like, you know, I'm not doing this just to have every opportunity. Like I said, every opportunity isn't an opportunity that I need to, you know, grab or do or whatever. But then I'm getting these people that are, we ain't talking, we're going to talk about the Forex traders because I, I'm just, I get really irritated when they follow me on Instagram because it's like, next thing you know, you get that, hey, happy, enthusiastic DM and I already know what y'all are on. So now I just ignore it. So. I have them reaching out to me. I have random business people reaching out to me and and they're like, oh, are you keeping your option open or whatever or blah, blah, blah. Listen, and I don't even explain because you don't, everybody doesn't deserve, you don't owe everybody an explanation or whatever. But in my mind, I know I'm not about to pour into somebody else's dream when I'm trying to get my own thing up and going. You know what I'm saying? So like, that may sound good and that be good may be good for you. But for me, this is what I'm doing. So that's why I say like not every opportunity is an opportunity that you need to tap into, take, do whatever. I think about my legacy all the time, even when people are not dying, which again, man, rest in peace to shock G from digital underground. I cannot think of his full name off the top of my head, but, um, he just passed, uh, also RIP to, oh man, the name black Rob. Woo. The name like escaped me. Hip hop has lost a lot of like icons, people that have been around for like a long time. You know what I'm saying? That I remember when I was younger and outside of deaths though because deaths especially public figures where you you got to see their life especially with somebody like dmx because he was so public about his struggles but that makes me think about my legacy even that much more but i think about it even outside of that that's I'm not going to say that's all I think about but I think about it a lot and you should see because I talk about it on here a lot that said, I've really been thinking about like you think about somebody like Cicely Tyson who passed away and had years 
years of career, years of acting, years of opportunities. And what I learned about her when she passed away is that she was very selective about the roles that she chose to play because she didn't want to do certain roles that were going to paint her in a light that she didn't want to be painted in. So she would turn stuff down. And then you, we heard the same thing about Chadwick Boseman, where he was very intentional about the roles that he played. And so it's like when we look at their legacy and we look at the body of work that they left behind as almost like their gift to us, so you could like still see them, still whatever. They were very intentional about what they did, but then that also means they didn't grab every opportunity. And I'm not saying I'm obviously I'm not trying to be an actor. I mean, an actress or anything like that. But I use them as an example because that was the first time that I ever heard somebody articulate the way I move outside of me saying I'm thinking about the legacy that I'm trying to leave behind, which I am, you know what I'm saying? But I realized not like, yes, exposure. Of course, you know, you want to get exposure. Of course you want people to watch your show if you're doing YouTube videos, or of course you want to have people listen to your show, or of course I want people to read my blog or buy some merch or whatever. I talk about it every week, but that doesn't mean I need to take every opportunity just because it's presented to me because it, it may not be what I need it to be. You know what I'm saying? Like some things might not line up with me. Some things might not line up with my brand. Some things might not line up with how I want, like what I want out there online. Now, granted, I'm me wherever I go. So don't get that twisted. But at the same time, there's certain things you just don't want connected with you. You know what I'm saying? Or there's just certain things like I don't watch horror movies. I don't watch paranormal stuff. And I remember somebody reached out to me asking me if I would be on their sh like they have a paranormal show or and I've actually never listened to it just because I don't, you know, watch or listen to stuff like that. But they invited me to be a guest and it's like I don't have any stories. So I could have been like, oh, yeah, just to. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's not me. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong, though, if you are somebody. So please hear that because everybody's podcasting for different reasons. And your reason is your reason. And there's nothing wrong with that. Just like my reason is my reason. My reason is this is a therapeutic outlet. I love, love, love having a creative outlet. Like that's just how I'm wired. That's why you're seeing me do stuff like a spoken word night, a karaoke night. Oh, let me see if I could do this, you know, what the live will be next month, which is going to be focused on entrepreneurship and stuff like that. I just like to create a vibe, you know what I'm saying? Create an experience, whatever. So creating is important to me. So yeah, just as you're doing what you got to do, you do got to do things you've never done to get where you've never gone or to have what you've never had, but be be wise in what you choose because not everything or sometimes I remember somebody else reached out to me about being a part of what they were doing and I I don't have a lot of time like I could maybe do a quick recording here and there or whatever it just really kind of depends but if it's gonna require me to really like put a lot of investment into it. I really can't right now. You know what I'm saying? So you got to think about that too. You can't sacrifice your hopes and dreams trying to support the next person because for one, would they do that for you? You know what I'm saying? Like when it comes to networking and stuff like that, that needs to be mutually beneficial. Like we ain't, I've made friends in the podcast community, but like, what brought us together is podcasting, networking, and then it grew beyond that. So it's kind of like, even as a friend, like podcast happy hour, prime example, it's not just because they're my friends that I try to catch all their live shows, whoever's doing a live show. But at the same time, because they're my friends and I'm a podcaster, so I understand what it's like to have a live show I really appreciate them because every live show that I have, 
I know that if nobody else is going to be there, they'll be there. I know that if nobody else comments, because I see that there will be more viewers than people commenting, and that's fine. I appreciate y'all watching. I'd love to know who it is, give you a shout out, interact with you. But I realize some people don't care or want all that. Like if I hop on a celebrity's live on IG, I rarely comment. I'm And I'm not saying I'm a celebrity, but my whole point is I rarely comment. I usually just watch unless maybe I'll throw some laughing emojis or it just depends what's going on. So not everybody really feels like they want to interact or whatever. I appreciate the support nevertheless but what i do love is that they are gonna be on there they are gonna whatever so friendship aside though networking needs to be mutually beneficial so it's like you should not be sacrificing your goals your dreams your brand your show your whatever to try to support somebody else's now if you can do that in addition to what you're doing cool but you don't have to. And that's with all things. That's outside of podcasting. You might be launching a clothing line. You might be building a construction business. Or you might be uh, starting a store or hardware or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is you're trying to do, that needs to be your priority. So that's my encouragement to y'all. Um, about to get up out of here. Thank y'all so much, so much for tuning in. Remember that one, check yourself, make sure you're being mentally and emotionally healthy, make sure that you are being spiritually healthy, you know what I'm saying? Whatever that looks like, we all have spirits, we need to be healthy. Like that's the whole point of why I say that every week, because I never want you to forget how important that is. And being physically healthy, whatever that looks like. It may not be a snatch 40s or snatch 30s or whatever age you are journey it may be just that you need to get some sleep at night it may be just that you need to start drinking some more water and you know your kidneys been screaming you feel me like i don't understand the people that say they just don't drink water at all because you need water like we're our bodies are 70 percent water for a reason you know what i'm saying but it could be something like that it could be that you need to maybe eat at home more and and not eat out you know what i'm saying as much or it, it could be whatever it is but the whole point why i said check yourself before i said all those things because if those things are not healthy you are going to wreck yourself Ooh, so you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself you know what i'm saying because i want y'all to be healthy i want y'all to achieve your goals and dreams like I want to see people win. I want to support people. Those who know me know I try to in the best ways that I can. You know what I'm saying? I Not being unrealistic and all these things. But yeah, so that's my encouragement to y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in, listening to me kind of process my life because that's really what this will be. Uh, let me think. Do we got anything coming up? Told y'all about the past shows. I can't think of anything that I have coming up. If that changes, no, because this is about to drop in a couple days. So it'll just be on the next episode that, oh, I did this or whatever. So, yeah. So it's crazy because if you're hearing this, this is an audio exclusive update because I already have my YouTube video set to, you know, it's scheduled to publish or whatever. And it just takes too much to add to YouTube because I would literally have to re-upload. And you know that thing be going slow. And I'm just not about to do all that. So here's an update. Y'all know I was talking about my car scenario. And I I didn't think that I would have an update before this episode aired. And a lot of times when I have updates, I'll add it at the beginning but I really wanted to just add it at the end because I didn't want to take away from all the emotions and everything I was feeling in that moment when I was recording. Y'all know I'm very big on vibes and trying to, you know what I'm saying? Trying to make y'all feel me. You feel me? So here's the update on the car scenario. Now, what I found out, now it's crazy because... I slept in this morning, so today's Wednesday, so I recorded, and I don't usually tell y'all all this, but it's important for y'all to understand, you'll get it. So, I recorded 
the rest of the episode yesterday, last night, yesterday was Tuesday. So today's Wednesday. I work 8.15 to 4.45, you know what I'm saying? And I overslept this morning. I, and I, I don't usually overslept, oversleep. And when I say I overslept, like I woke up at nine and I only woke up because my mom called me about, you know, something else. So I overslept while I was sleeping, the car warranty place called me back and they had left a message saying that the part is not a one unit thing so that they wouldn't be able to cover it. So I was asleep when all of that was taking place. So I didn't have to really go through that stress of trying to figure out whatever. And so then I woke up, my mom, I'm talking to her. That's when I actually listened to the voicemail. So I'm like, dang. And I told her, I was like, well, like God always provides because he always does provide for me. And I'm like, but it's just kind of annoying because I, I would have rather it been that the warranty covered it because then at least I know my car would be getting fixed today. Like I know he'll provide, but I don't know when necessarily. So I don't really want to go a whole bunch of days without a car because I think I said this, but if I didn't, the city that I live, yeah, I did say this, there's no bus, you know, transportation. So then I got to keep asking for rides or Uber or Lyft or whatever. Then that's taking money away from saving up whatever. Because as I said, like I can do some extra stuff, but an extra $1,200? Nah, that ain't the extra stuff that I could be doing. So then um, logged on to work, you know, whatever. And then I, um, which I'm actually on my lunch break <laughs> right now recording this because I just wanted to hurry up and get this done. But I logged on to work and I'm on a work meeting and I forgot to put my phone on silent and my phone rings and I see that it's the dealership. So I'm like, okay, they're probably calling to tell me, you know, that it wasn't going to be covered or whatever. So the I got off the whatever the video call and the message that they left was that you know I don't know if they got back to you but they're not going to cover it and I talked to my manager and I talked to who whatever and because this is such a weird situation now he had told me yesterday that the part was $700 so the rest of that was labor which y'all know labor be you know what I'm saying so he was like, since this is such a weird scenario, I talked to whoever and long story short, they were like, they would drop it down to 800. So 140 of that I had, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, I have 140, 660 is all I need. And so then I called them, called him back, called him back like nine something. And I was like, well... I'm going to just try to see if I could get together the money. And he got off. He got off at 11. So I'm like, I probably won't talk to you, but I'll just call back. I'll, I was like, but I'm pretty sure I could get it together today because I'll just ask a bunch of different people. Because my thinking was if people could give 10, 50, 20, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll get it together. I'm not above I don't like asking for help. I'd always much rather be the one giving help if I can, but I'm not above asking for help if I really need it. You know what I'm saying? And so I told him, like, I probably won't talk to you, but I'm pretty sure I'll be able to get the money together today. When I tell y'all, <laughs> my gosh, when I tell y'all God moved so quickly like it's lunchtime now and I still haven't fully processed how quickly he moved because I called that man back within I want to say a half an hour to tell him that I had the money and to get because I had said I'm not going to give you the go ahead to go ahead and fix it just in case I can't get the money today but I'm pretty sure you'll hear from me today I called that man back Matter of fact, let me look at my call log to make sure I ain't, you know what I'm saying? I like to be accurate in these things. Yeah, it was, no, it was 20 minutes. No, it was less than 20 minutes. Later, I had the money and was able to tell him to go ahead and 
fix my car. And then on top of that, whereas they didn't transport to my city because I live in a different city than them, I told you that, he was like, they, they'll see if they can get a shuttle for me once it's fixed, if I can't get a ride, just because it's been such a just crazy scenario. But what I really think and why this update is important is one, just I'm just blown away at how quickly God moves, how I've gone through, and I've talked a lot about this on this show. I've gone through a lot of different scenarios that make me question like, okay, is this going to be the time that God is going to be like, look, girl, get your shit together. I mean, I don't know. I guess he probably, (laughs) he probably wouldn't say it like that, but like get your stuff together because I just, this isn't something that's necessarily my fault. And a lot of the scenarios aren't always things that I cause, but even with stuff I cause that maybe later the consequences come about, there literally has never been a time he did not come through for me ever. But it's crazy how when I'm in the midst of the battle or in the midst of whatever, I always have this thing in the back of my mind, like, okay, this time he's not going to come through. So that's what's so crazy about how quickly he came through with the money, because the big thing for me is that I have to be able to take my daughter to school. Like transportation will be set up for Monday, but she still got to be able to, you know, And just, there's no buses, so, like, we have to go do laundry. We were supposed to do laundry Tuesday, but we couldn't because my car, you know what I'm saying? So just stuff like that. Like, groceries, I'm living this good life of having groceries delivered now, so, you know, there's that. I don't have to worry about that. But still, just having a car when you have kids. I know I've been without a car But also when I was without a car, I lived in the city where there was bus transportation, like trying to depend on people for rides. It's it's just very stressful. And so I'm just blown away by how quickly God moved. But then a few takeaways on my side of things is that I believe that if I would have went off on people because I told y'all how angry I was and it's like I wasn't even like the people that I have dealt with at the actual dealership, which it was like that when I went to buy the car, everyone has been great. And I've been sure to say that to the guy that I've been mainly communicating with. Like, you guys have all been great. My, you know, frustration or whatever was with really someone who, it's a call center. Like, they don't they don't even live here. You know what I'm saying? So, however, had I have gone off on them had I maybe haven't even gone off on the warranty people or whatever who knows if it would have went this way why would they feel like they want to drop the price to help me out if I'm coming at them crazy you know what I'm saying so at the end of all this that's my encouragement too is two things one if you have a relationship with God because I know there are all types of different listeners and some of y'all can tune out at this part, your higher power, whatever. But if you have a relationship with God, he is trustworthy. We do go through battles and challenges and scenarios that we may not like, but those, our circumstances are not a reflection of how he feels about it, feels about us. And when you think about it, if you have kids and you're a parent, if you go through, I don't know, if you lose your job or if you just have something happen, it doesn't mean that you love your kids any less just because your kids may have to go through some things. So kind of think of it like that. I don't know if that's fully articulating what I'm trying to say, but my point is our circumstances are not a reflection of how God feels about us. And it's like, he is trustworthy. It may not go the way we want it to go because I would have rather it been just that the warranty covered it. But either way, it's still, he's providing. And it's kind of cool because how quickly just showed me like, okay, you you do care about the things that I care about because I wanted it fixed today. Like, 
I don't, you know what I'm saying? And he cares about the little things. So um, if you've ever, I made a status yesterday telling them how I almost went off and, you know, whatever, all the stuff I said on here. And at the end of it, I said, if you're ever wondering if God's real, know that he is because it's literally by his grace that has kept me calm through all of this. Because when I tell y'all my blood was boiling, it was boiling. I also haven't ever, I'm not going to say I've never been that mad, let's not lie, but I haven't been that angry in a long, long time. You know what I'm saying? So that's my one encouragement is that God really is trustworthy. Also, let me throw in this little sidebar is that a lot of people that I come across, they've been wounded by people that were supposed to represent God. And, and I have too. But what sucks is like, okay, for me, when this happened, I already had a relationship with God. So I was able to separate the person that's flawed from God, but I know a lot of people cannot. And so like, I'm sorry. So my, I guess, prayer or hope or whatever is that he's able to reveal himself to you in a way that you know that he's real. He loves you. He cares about you because I people are trash sometimes. And that's why I try to be the way I am. That's why I'm open about my flaws because there's so many Christians that try to act like they're so perfect or really they know they're not perfect, but they try to act like other people are supposed to be perfect. And I know that's not true. A lot of that is why my platform is the way it is because of my frustration with quote unquote, the church, you know what I'm saying? But I also know it's not everybody, but just like any community of people, there's going to be flawed people. There's going to be the extreme, whatever. So that's, that's my encouragement on that. But then on the flip side, if you're going through something and you're dealing with people, like be kind, you know what I'm saying? Because one, you gotta, I had to think like, they did not come to my house and mess up my car. So even the chick I talked to who gave me wrong information and maybe she was new, you know what I'm saying? And just didn't know. And sometimes people don't like to ask for help and this, that, and the other. But none of them really personally did anything to me. It's just the circumstances were trash that made every little thing that happened that much more trash. But in the midst of all that, we gotta like stay level headed as best as possible because I promise you, I'm pretty sure that if I would have acted in the way I wanted to, because I promise you, I really wanted to go off on that. Even just the manager yesterday, just because I was so angry, like, how is your y'all people? Y'all are all but see, mm, mm. <laughs> that's so funny because. One person who represented their company, that was the first person, basically did me wrong in a sense because she didn't give me the correct information. But she is not a reflection of everyone else in that company. And let's let's take this away from this. I didn't even think I was going to go here for a second. You people got to man, y'all got to stop generalizing people. Y'all got to stop lumping people together. I'm not going to specifically point out a group of people because it's done to everyone. Like there are so many stereotypes, there are so many whatever, and it's like we're all going through this pandemic, we're all going through this stuff, and as I always say, unity is so important because we have to exist on this planet together. That's why I strive to try to be kind to people. Am I petty? Yes, but my pettiness is not malicious. It's jokes. But if someone was to tell me for real, like, leave me alone, or I could tell they're not feeling my jokes, then I'm not gonna, you know what I'm saying? So be kind, stop generalizing people, stop stereotyping people, stop, like, just stop, you know what I'm saying? Because you may have been wounded by whoever. I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to whatever, but that doesn't mean that's a reflection of everybody that 
seem similar to that person. So had I not have separated the other employee from the manager and this, that, and the other, I am confident this scenario, because why would they, man, why would they drop the price when I'm acting a fool? You know what I'm saying? So I'm so glad, man, God is so good. <laughs> I'm so glad this worked out, man. And like, yeah, it happened quickly. Cause like when people gave me money, it wasn't, no one gave me less than a hundred dollars. Like that's how quickly things came together, it, which it only actually took one, like four people help. So that just tells you like how, how good people were to me, but also like how quickly God moved, you know what I'm saying? And I think that too is because when he said, just say thank you when I was talking to the manager the first time when I was pissed and I just really, really felt the Lord say, just say thank you and get off the phone. And I was obedient. You know what I'm saying? And then when I was talking to the warranty people yesterday and I wasn't understanding that, I really felt him say, just say okay and get off the phone. It didn't make sense because it wasn't helping anything. And who knows? I usually hear my alarms and I was sleeping good and maybe he allowed me to stay and have that rest because he was handling things for me so that if I would have been up stressing whatever like that stuff can be draining it could be that too because I used a lot of energy being angry yesterday that could be why I overslept nevertheless ma'am he really came through so yeah this is for real, for real, the ending. There's not going to be any more, you know what I'm saying, updates. So that's all I got for y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in, as always, sticking with this whole story. It's been a crazy thing. But obviously, y'all like hearing about my life, and this is my life, how I'm trying to grow. So until I talk to y'all next time. Ladies and gents, this concludes transmission. Tune in next time for a whole new edition, another adventure and mission to share, be heard, and clarify the vision of this whole new world for... Tim.